everyone. Welcome back to another episode of 30, Flirty, and Surviving. It is Tracy. We are back with a brand new show for you today. As always, Mondays at 9 a.m. And you guys can go back and catch up on old episodes on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, and YouTube. And check in for everything going on in between on Instagram at 30, Flirty, Surviving. Um, I have a guest again with me today, of course, and I'm very excited for you guys to chat with her. I think some of you in the Boston area will probably be aware of her, at least seen the name or at the least seen her work. And the reason why I really wanted to bring her on is I think that there's so much pressure with social media being what it was. I think we're always talking about what we're posting, what we're putting out there. We're very conscious of photos of ourselves and it is something that I think we need to like just feel a little bit more comfortable with and feel more confident doing figuring out the ways to take different photos that make us feel good learning about photography and all of these different things so I am so pleased and grateful that Rachel Lehman has decided to have this conversation with me. Rachel, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Oh, please, (laughs) please. The honor is mine. Um, But yeah, I think that like I want people to feel good. You know, it's the worst feeling in the world when we take photos of herself and you look at it instantly it's just like oh I I don't I don't like that I want to change it and it just you need to go through 700 takes to find the right one I think that there are ways we can feel we can get there sooner um, by having a little bit of intel on the do's and don'ts Um, so I would love your 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 expertise on that. And we're going to get into that a little bit later in the show. Um, But I also, as you know, we talked about and all the listeners know, I've been really trying to bring in women, especially um, in the Boston area that are doing incredible and amazing things and, and highlight them. And hopefully it's potentially a partnership. Hopefully there's some information that can be shared that's helpful to somebody. Um, so I am I am very grateful that you're here. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of it all, I like to ask a couple icebreaker questions Let's if you're it. up for it. So down. Okay. So um, first and foremost, if you're comfortable sharing, what is your age? 27. Okay. Okay. Almost there. Almost there. Oh, I. It's funny, the amount of people that I have had on and they're like just at the cusp of 30. Yeah. And it's I'm. It's such this humbling experience for me. I'm like, crap, these girls have John's. It's, I'm so proud of them. But there's all these girls where I'm like, wow, they're so accomplished already. And here I am just trying to survive. Oh but, my God, you're doing great. <laughs> um, thank you. Um, okay, second question. Are you from Boston originally? I'm from just about 30 minutes south of Boston, a small town called Norfolk, Mass. Oh, okay. I'm a Massachusetts girly. Through and through. Yes. We love that. Um, Do you know your zodiac sign? I'm a Virgo. Ooh, August. And I couldn't tell you anything else about being a Virgo. I know nothing about Zodiacs, oh. but I know I'm a Virgo. We can chat <laughs> offline, So if you girl. want to read me, hit yeah. me up. <laughs> 
Yeah. Do we have any tarot card readers, psychics, <laughs> mediums, someone of the sorts that sure. can give this girl a birth chart reading? <laughs> um, okay. Relationship status. Single. <gasps> Love that. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Recently? No. Forever. Okay. <laughs> Feel you. Good. Yeah. Um, Very comfortable being single. <laughs> Same. Well, you're doing big things. You don't have Thanks. time for a relationship I'm right focusing now. Focusing on me. That's right. That's the attitude. Um, and then, what might be the most important question? Backstreet Boys or In Sync? It is the most important question. You're right. <laughs> um, my first concert ever was In Sync. Okay, so you just have this this loyalty there. Yeah, but let's be honest. Like Justin Timberlake, he's nothing of the sort these days. So it might be Backstreet Boys now. But mm -hmm. for a long time, it was in sync. Okay, fair. Did you have a um, favorite person? Was it Justin before he went downhill? Not even. Um, I didn't have a fave. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fair. Um, I only asked this question because I saw that Backstreet Boys were going back on tour. I saw something I saw today. Too. I was like, they were okay. like doing their choreography. Yeah. And I thought, what better question to ask? Oh, it really is. Let's figure out who she really is <laughs> and which team she stands behind. I love it. Um, I was more of a Backstreet Girls or Backstreet Boys girl. <laughs> um, I think I I think I liked Brian the most. Do you remember him? No. Not okay. Lie. Yeah. No. Because she you. was clearly an NSYNC fan. So I'm it's like um, One Direction, Harry Styles girl. Like, Interesting. He has new music out, and I was jamming to it on the way here. Big fan. Different time. And though. you know, I respect that because yeah. I think that was really past our boy band era. Yeah, I was old to be a, such a fan, but. But you know, okay. when it feels right, yes. you don't fight it. Exactly. <laughs> okay, awesome. <laughs> so um, before we dive into the questions, I th think I gave a little bit of an introduction, but I'd love to start off by passing things over to you and letting you sort of talk about in your own words, just your business, what you're doing, what you offer and give someone just a lay of the land if they are unfamiliar. Sure. Um, so my business's name is by Rachel Lehman. Um, so that's kind of like a play on like, oh, photos by Rachel Lehman, work by Rachel Lehman. Mm -hmm. Kind of self-titled, but a little different. Um, so I'm a photographer. Um, I probably started doing photography when I was like a young teenager. I was just always the friend in a friend group that was always had my camera and was taking like annoying pictures and shoving my camera in my friend's faces um, because I just felt a need to like document everything. It's so important though. I'm so glad it you is. did that because they're going to be appreciative of that later. Yes, I think they even are now. So <laughs> okay, good. You're welcome friends. Um, <laughs> so it was really just, that's kind of how I like got a camera before camera phones were out there. And that's kind of where I started shooting, but she was innovative. Yes, you could say so. <laughs> um, so that's kind of where I started there. But yeah, for my business right now, I do a lot of portrait photography, fitness, mm -hmm. um, product, lifestyle, branding, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So your passion things. for it sort of developed at a young age just based on wanting to capture those moments and have something to be able to look back on. Yeah. And then you doing that more frequently and more frequently sort of turned into, okay, wait, I have a knack for this. Yeah. And now that's turned into actually making a living off yes. of it, which is really incredible. And um, you were talking about some 
of the different types of photography that you do. Um, we had um, Maddie and Carly on um, from Built by Byron or Eat the Damn Cake a couple, maybe a month ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was around Valentine's Day, actually. Um, but so Rachel's actually shot the girls before um, Kara Lennon, who is, I think, really popular on TikTok. And I think that Carly and Maddie actually shouted her out while yep. they were here because they love her sort of positive mindset and outlook on eating. So you've shot with Kara before. Um, and then is it, it's Sarah White from the Coastal Yogi, yep. um, who has been a longtime influencer in the Boston area. Yeah. Um, I feel like she's very, very well known. And then most recently, I'm not going to say his name correctly, That's but okay. I saw you posting about it. Who was who was one of the most recent people that you worked with? Yeah, it was Dre Mays. His Instagram is every goddamn Dre. Um, he's awesome. He's a, he's an awesome personal trainer here in Boston. Got to work with him recently. Amazing. Well, yeah. shout out to you. I mean, for being completely self-taught and self-made, you've worked with some really cool people. Yeah. That's incredible. It's the best part. So what was the moment for you that you said to yourself, I want to take this from being a hobby to being a business of mine and and creating this new lifestyle for myself as a career path? Yeah, that's a great question. So it kind of starts with my, my first job out of college. Um, I was a marketing major in college and then I knew I wanted to work. Um, I knew like at the beginning of my senior year of college, I was like, I want to work for this small boutique fitness studio called Bespoke here Mm -hmm. in Boston. Um, Not so small anymore. They have a handful of studios (laughs) across Mass. But at the time it was like one, maybe Wellesley had just opened like two studios. Um, I had been there just as a client and I knew they were um, looking to hire some sort of like studio lead, studio manager's role. And I, I think that um, I had a lot of conversations with management there about how that could kind of transform into like being a social media manager, kind of have my hands in marketing, kind of have my hands in creating mm-hmm. content in addition to kind of being on deck um, in the studio and working front desk and running the show. So that's what I was able to do for three and a half years after graduating. And over those three and a half years, it it really evolved into, you know, being their content manager. I would hire photographers, hire videographers for different events. I would shoot a lot of the stuff myself. And whenever I was shooting content, of instructors for the brand, I was just like obsessed with how, like, how could every shoot be better? Like, what am I, what am I doing wrong? What can I be doing better? Like we have a perfectionist on our hands. Yeah. I think I was just like obsessed with how like an image is made because I would watch other photographers come in and just like hold lights for them and be like, what are they doing? What are their camera settings? Like, what kind of camera is that? Like, how are they editing it? Like, cause I would get the images back and be blown away. And so that's where kind of like really teaching myself before it was like, oh, I love taking pictures. I love like Mm -hmm. documenting moments. And that was kind of when it became like, oh, I actually want to study how this is created. And, um, you know, we're so fortunate right now with like YouTube and Skillshare and all of those platform masterclass that offer all of these educational resources that you can really teach yourself a lot of a lot of these things online for free, which is amazing. Yeah. I mean, if you really want it and you have the discipline, there's access to it. Yes. But I think that that's so important what you noted, because as much as it is just getting the shot and where, you know, everyone looks good. Mm -hmm. It's about 
capturing a moment too. And Mm -hmm. I think that a photo can not only just be a memory, it also can be like a feeling. There's like something that's associated with that, whether it's inspiration, power, like success, happiness, joy. I mean, there's so many different things that you can see and feel Mm -hmm. from a photo. And so all of those other elements of how you edit it, what angle you're at or whatever it may be, helps to create that story and that narrative. And it's not just like, oh yeah, you look good. You know, it's so much more than that. And I also love that you've taken it a step further, fell back on your marketing experience and education there and said, okay, I'm not going to completely divert. I'm going to do this photography, but I also am going to incorporate some of the things that I already know how to do and capitalize on like making social media a part of this and also being able to do, I know you're saying you sometimes would contract out video, but you mm-hmm. can do some video yourself too, right? Yeah, 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 video here and there for sure. Yeah, so if you like, you're this now like Swiss army knife, you can <laughs> do it all, which is really neat. Kind of, I think that's a really good point. When, when I was like a teenager and I had my first DSLR camera mm-hmm. and I was like, maybe I want to be a photographer when I grow up. At that time, like maybe Instagram had just, just hit the app store. And nowadays, fast forward, I think like through working in the fitness industry and getting to know instructors, like slowly but surely every instructor created their own brand about mm-hmm. what they wanted to offer. And it was, that was sped up tenfold when the pandemic started and everything. And it, it gave, you know, they had this thirst, this need for high quality photo and video content more frequently than ever before. And that's not just the fitness industry. It's um, so many industries um, just suddenly have this need to fill this space. And so I think it, you know, gives younger creatives, um, designers, photographers, videographers, just more, more demand for us. So I think that that timing ended up kind of nice for me. Yeah. And as much as you have worked with a lot of um, fitness folks, you've done healthcare, you've done also food and beverage, right? You've done like some product shots. It's not just people. Um, But my, my question to you too is then how much of the general concept or sort of, I feel like for my agency life, what comes to me is like campaign brief, but like Mm -hmm. how much of that is coming from you versus the person. Are they choosing the location? Are you, what to wear, that sort of stuff? That's a great question. It is, it varies client to client. Um, I'm happy to take control and, you know, come up with concept, mood board, location, you know, colors of what people should wear depending on what they tell me. Um, So, and then other times I have, a client on the Cape that was like, I have this concept, like I want like bubble gum, lollipops, the clothes are pastels, like it's gonna be here. And I'm just like, great, like I, I, I'm I, so grateful to like help bring this concept yeah. to life. Um, but most of the time it's collaborative and that's, cool. I, that's a really fun part of it, yeah. Do you have a preference? Is it more exciting for you to be able to kind of start from the origin and like come up with your own ideas and then bring it to life? Or or is it a little bit of a relief to be like, okay, I just have to execute today. Yeah. It's (laughs) kind of both. Like it is nice walking onto a shoot and knowing exactly what you're going to get and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, skipping a lot of the creative process. Um, but I like both for different reasons. Um, yeah, I think the first time I shot 
product was for a skincare brand and it's a really clean, I think like coming into a project and just doing the brand research that I can do to be able to execute something they would like, even if it's not like fully communicated and Mm -hmm. hashed out before is when I recognize that like something is a strong brand on its own. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, No, absolutely. Yeah. The first time I shot product was for a skincare brand and I was like, product photography is going to be so easy. Like I don't even have to like direct people. It's just going to be like something sitting on the table it's gonna be so easy it was so hard like it came out so bad um well I imagine (laughs) you have to bring like going back to the story almost Mm -hmm. and being able to convey an entire concept yeah people can innately do that a little bit better than an inanimate object exactly (laughs) I definitely I went back again don't worry they hired me thank you of course um and I was able to concept a lot harder and source props and yeah. think about colors and it all worked out. But it's it's funny, um, the learning experience. Yeah, well, that's good that I think you got a little bit of both because I imagine it would be a little bit of pressure of, okay, this person gave me an entire mood board, storyboard, like they have an entire aesthetic samples. And sometimes people make up things in their head mm-hmm. and how they want it to be mm-hmm. and they think it's communicated when it's not but when you guys can just kind of come to that together mm-hmm. I think there's there's the expectations are better set in a way right Definitely. yeah yeah and I think communicating I try to communicate concepts with images as much as possible mm-hmm. like growing up I couldn't read something and absorb the information I had to like learn by seeing learn by doing um so that's that's kind of how I've figured it out. Yeah. With okay. Communicating that. Um, going from the traditional marketing route to now being your own boss, more of a this freelance style of work, odd hours, maybe weekends. Um, what have been the biggest challenges for you as this has become your full time source of income? Good question. I think um, my job at the fitness studio at Bespoke was already kind of strange hours. Like I would have to be Mm -hmm. in the studio on Sunday mornings, for example, and like Tuesday evenings until nine. So I was kind of used to like a a wonky, like you're kind of a lot, you're kind of on and ready like seven days a week. So that wasn't so much an adjustment. That's good. After that, which was nice to be prepared for. I think just um, the fear of, failing was like completely on my shoulders then. Um, and I think I've, you never really get over that. Um, even like a year and a half in just did my taxes for 2021. Shout out. Um, I've succeeded. God bless. Um, but you know, it's, you put so much pressure on yourself Mm -hmm. when you're doing absolutely everything. Um, so I've worked through that, but it's still, still on my mind. Well, I mean, yeah, you have to handle anything and everything that comes your way. You're a one woman show. So Mm -hmm. it's this pressure, but it's also, we have to be kind to ourselves and realize you are getting the hang of it. You wouldn't be even at this point Mm -hmm. if you didn't actually believe in yourself that you can do it. Mm -hmm. It's just managing that stress level throughout the process. Definitely. 
What about um, building your clientele as you start to, you know, as you were starting to do this more full time? Is that a lot of that coming from word of mouth, referrals? Are you doing any of your own marketing since you have the background in it? Yeah, um, a lot of social media. Yeah. Uh, I post on social media a lot, TikTok, Instagram. That's where I find a lot of clients. And then uh, just knowing people like through the fitness space, like I'm fortunate to be friends with a lot of them. So um, it's important to surround yourself with people who would throw your name out in an opportunity mm-hmm. when an opportunity arises. Um, so I've been really lucky with that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a pro or a con of owning your own business? Either or. Pro is just, I feel like I've really shaped my day-to-day life that yeah. like I dreamed about when I was young. I love that. And that's the best. Con, I don't know if I, like, there are cons, yeah, like, yeah, but it's so worth it to me. Like, okay, full transparency. Mm-hmm. Do you ever just wake up on a Saturday morning and be like, damn. I wish I could have the day to myself. I feel like I'm pretty good about giving myself at least one weekend day to oh, just good. go okay, have good. fun. And I, I work really hard to set myself up for that. And okay, that's I'm so to me. proud of you. <laughs> good. You. I'm so glad that you do that because I'm <laughs> I was thinking in my head that you would be pretty packed with work on the weekends and you would sort of I know a lot of girlfriends that work in the service industry and sort Mm -hmm. of that tends to be their one complaint is just, I wish that, you know, I have my weekend and it's Mondays and Tuesdays and it's difficult to get out and do certain things or have a life of my own. But I'm like, you can go to the grocery store and not have it be so crowded. So on a Thursday afternoon, the grass (laughs) isn't always greener. Okay. (laughs) It's true. Um, Okay. I have some more questions for you. Um, If you weren't doing this, what do you think you would be doing? I, have absolutely no idea because it's just always been this kind of yeah I just I knew that I had internships throughout college that were you know Monday through Friday eight to five and they were awesome great experiences but like in terms of my day-to-day like that's just not how I wanted my life to go Mm -hmm. um I don't know yeah it's always been this okay I respect that. She's like, <laughs> nothing because there was no other option. Okay. Exactly. I love it. Okay. So now I want to get into some of the tips and tricks for the people at home. Okay. Let's do it. As uh, our girl Lizzo likes mm-hmm. to call it <clears throat> bomb lighting. Yes. What is the truth behind it? We hear like golden hour and like dawn like there's all these different things for the right light Mm -hmm. what is the truth what is the best time of day outside for lighting to take a photo great question the cool thing about lighting is there's nothing like nothing is off limits nothing's really wrong it's all how you pose but but for my for my instagram gals Middle of the day, when the sun is above you, if you're outside, okay. middle of the day, sun's above you, not a good time. I'm trying to picture this in my head. Yes. So picture the light above you. Okay. Then picture the features of your face. 
they're going to cast shadows onto your face. Like you'll get a funny nose shadow here. You'll get like a little shadow under your eyes. It's going to just create strange contrast in your face. Oh, we don't want that. No, we do not. Um, if you're indoors and it's daytime, if you stand right in front of a window, the window is going to diffuse the natural light really beautifully on your skin. Oh yeah, that is the best. Yeah, I feel like my insecurity these days is my skin so I want like nice soft lighting blur that out yeah just airbrush me out (laughs) airbrush exactly um and then yeah those are those are the tips okay an hour is great too okay just careful of like if your photographer or your best friend is casting a shadow in the shot try to get them out of that yeah angle it in a funny way that's a good point those always get me that's true because you got to think about just like the background too the whole totally. shot exactly. all right all right um is there a best angle for taking a selfie is the phone up is it down is it to the side what is the truth that's funny i feel like back in the day mm-hmm. talking like 2006 okay it was the myspace selfie because you're holding it up you're looking up and that's making your eyes look bigger and your body smaller so yes. that was a funny time but i think it's just whatever like part of your face that you want to accentuate the most have closest to the camera okay like if you're like i love this side just like a little side like that okay um, so it's it's just think when you're thinking about how close or how far the camera is away mm-hmm. it's what feature you're trying to accentuate yes that's what i would think so if someone thinks like someone just got their lips filled and they're like these are some juicy lips and Mm -hmm. i want to show them off Mm -hmm. you want to put the lens as close to the lips as possible maybe not as close (laughs) to lips like you'd want it first of all lip (laughs) lip girls puff out your lips like do a little like That'll make them look what? Nice Wait, and, hold nice on. You puppy. need to look into the camera and do that for the people. <laughs> okay. What do they need to do? Just like exhale really quietly through your mouth and it's going to just naturally like pump your lips. <laughs> I'll do it. Ready? Look at that. Pout. Why do I do when I look like a monkey's butthole? You look I'm great. A, mm. Make sure, yeah, don't like open your mouth too much. We're getting into a different place there. Wow, okay, okay, good to know, good to know. But a lot of people like like bigger eyes are attractive. Mm-hmm. I think like a slight angle up is nice if you are conscious about a double chin, which I am. That's a good I mean, selfie. we all have them. <laughs> We've all thought about it. 100%. Okay. Um, and then full body. Like, mm-hmm. do you want up? Below, will below make you look taller? Because I feel like a lot of people, a lot of my girlfriends, like the camera sort of up Mm -hmm. when we're taking photos, but I think it makes us look top heavy. I feel like it makes us look like we have little tiny chicken legs (laughs) and just like, I don't know, I I would rather it either be from below or Mm -hmm. spot, like, or straight on. Is there a right or wrong when doing it? There's no right or wrong, which is nice. I think it's whatever people prefer, but you're mm-hmm. correct. Like if the full body, if you're angled a little higher and pointing down, it's going to make you look a little smaller, which some people like. Yeah. I'm almost 5'10", so sometimes I go in that direction. <laughs> but sometimes you want to look tall, show off your outfit. Like from a lower angle, you'll look taller, more powerful. If you're in a really cool like scenic setting, that'll be a really mm-hmm. cool way to show the background as well. Okay. Um, if you're like eye level straight on, that's like just a natural good 
natural portrait shot. Nothing crazy, but it usually it works. Okay. I love it. Um, what is the secret to making your Instagram page or uh, what is it? Feed? Feed, flow. A vibe. I hear it all. Great, great, great question. The grid. The grid. I personally on my photography Instagram, because it's like work related, I like to do sets of three since that's how it's displayed. So I'll take one photo shoot and do three tiles. So it like all looks thematic and together. Some people like to do that. I think c deciding on like an editing style. So no matter what you're shooting, what, what lighting it is, different setting, if you have like presets in Lightroom or filters from like the Teza app or mm -hmm. an app you really like, I think staying consistent with your editing style is gonna help everything really like flow nicely together, depending on whatever you're shooting. Okay, speaking of that, what apps, like we're not talking about Facetune here, ladies no. and gentlemen, mm -mm. I do not want you changing your facial features, making yourself slimmer or whatever you think, like m making your face look different. We're not talking Facetune, that crap. Mm -hmm. no, no. But like either lighting or, okay, fine. I had a big ass pimple on my forehead <laughs> and I would like to just pretend it didn't happen. Totally. Small little tweaks. Mm -hmm. What apps do you recommend for that sort of thing? I love... PixArt is really fun. Um, lots of different filters and mm. little ways to edit there. Um, Snapseed is a love, really yeah. good one. Um, and then I love two that I love that I think are just lesser known. They're not necessarily like apps for filters, but one is called, I believe it's pronounced Focus, but it's F-O-C-O-S. That can actually give, you can import an image and then it'll select your subject for you. And it can kind of, make the depth of field further so that the background is like nice and blurry in a really natural way. That's a good one. Cool. And then there's another one, if you have like really old photos that are like heavily compressed and yeah. you kind of want to revive them, there's an app called Rumini um, and you import it and it literally uses like AI to restore the image. It's really, really cool. Wait, that's so yeah. neat. It's a good one. So if it was like poor quality, it looked a little grainy or something, yeah. it can kind of just enhance it to yeah. make it look. Yeah, it's really cool. Wow. Yeah. Um, while we're on the topic of editing apps, I do need to bring this up sure. because when you and I first chatted about you coming on the show and you had mentioned to me that you've always loved photography and you've always been the one handling this for your friends, mm -hmm. you mentioned Picnic and I... <laughs> died because I have not heard anyone yep. mention Picnic since like 2007, no, but real. it was the best app. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys ever use it at home, but we'd use it on like Facebook a lot and you could put little, you could text, like there's all these different fonts. You could change the filter. You could add little images in there. Mm -hmm. Used to love, live for Picnic. Lived for Picnic. Like I'm 99% sure I've archived my Facebook album called Picnic where all my yes. edits went. Um, but that was a time. That was like before I knew what Photoshop was, Lightroom was. So that was really yeah. fun. Yeah, I mean, that was, it was the first of its kind. Yeah, 100%. I mean, Picnic <laughs> crawled so everyone else could walk, okay? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, 
Um, sort of flipping this around just a little bit, but um, if someone was interested in whether they they love photography as a hobby or maybe they're trying to get a little bit of a side gig from it, mm-hmm. they're starting out, what would be the best type of camera to use for a newbie? Great question. I think I'm a Sony user. I used to be a Dyson user, so I have... Oh, all these are Sonys. Love it. I have a full frame. Yeah, all camera. these are Sonys. Everyone knows that, don't they? <laughs> I'm just appreciative. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I think my first camera was a Nikon D3100. Um, so a DSLR and mirrorless, they have interchangeable lenses. And lenses can really determine the types of images and videos you produce. So once you dive into that world, that's when like things really start to elevate. So I'd recommend like a Sony a 6600 any of the like a6 line is a good crop frame mirrorless camera the nikon d3000 series and then the canon like t7i like the rebel series those are all awesome beginner cameras that was all japanese to me (laughs) but you'll be a pro in no time (laughs) is and is there certain cameras for certain things like what is it based on prices that you're saying like different cameras or do they ones better for types of photography? Good point. The different brands are kind of personal preference from this is from my experience. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed my Nikon. Um, It was a DSLR. So it was a little heavier than like mirrorless series. Mirrorless cameras are getting really big right now. The technology is just getting better and smaller and lighter, which is really nice. Mm. Um, But yeah, depending on the type, if you're shooting always in the dark, like I'm sure you have like, Big Night has like nightclub video photographers. Mm -hmm. They're gonna use cameras that have really strong like ISO powers so that it's a really strong image, even in like low light conditions. And if your subject is moving a lot, like if you're a sports Mm -hmm. photographer, you'll probably wanna look into cameras that have a really, really fast shutter speed, something like that. I'm going to, when this episode's done, I'm going to go back into the office and be like, Kyle, Sam, do you guys, what's the ISO and, and sh- what is it? Shutter speed? Shutter yeah. What, what is on your cameras? Let me make sure your shit's up to date. They'll be like, Tracy, shut the fuck up. Um, okay. Um, very, very helpful. You're so informative. I love that. Um, kind of, um, if we're taking photos on a camera such as those mm-hmm. versus an iPhone, is there a different strategy or is it sort of all relatively the same? And obviously not for a sports game or the nightclub, but just mm-hmm. generally speaking, with taking photos. Yeah. Yeah. So with the thing that's the same, whatever camera you're shooting on is, well, there's a lot of things that are the same, but I think most importantly is the composition. Like when you're looking through the viewfinder or looking at your phone, like what's, what's in the screen, you know what I mean? Before you take a shot and how do you want, how do you want your subject to stand out in whatever setting you're in? Um, so a rule I learned, one of the first like photography rules I learned was the rule of thirds. So if you can kind of picture your, if you're like looking at your phone, looking now. through the screen, you're looking at my phone, <laughs> divide your screen into nine squares. Um, something a lot of people like to do is to place their subject in one of the four cross points. You're gonna be my subject right now. Wait, you're so This cute. is my only pose, by the way. I is love a peace that. Sign. Wait, that's Curly's no pose too. You guys can pose together after this. <laughs> um, wait, hold on, but I don't have squares on here. If you picture it, I think there's a setting where you can turn them on, but if you can imagine like oh, the screen. Girl, you're that. giving me way too much credit. 
think, think I can, I, I didn't do well in geometry. <laughs> I don't know what nine squares looks like. Just kidding. Okay. Got you. Okay. So it, is it about centering sort of around that to yeah. make sure you. Yeah. I think a lot of people's first thought is to have your subject always in the center. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but it can kind of make the visual interest of your subject a little more interesting mm -hmm. if it's slightly slightly off center in one of those kind of spaces. Have you seen, because I know you said you're on TikTok and I've embarrassed myself plenty of times telling everyone how much I love TikTok. <laughs> oh, I love it. But um, I think there's always those ads for different apps and stuff that you can use for, mm -hmm. for photography and videos and whatever. But I always get those ads that talk about like flipping the camera upside down mm -hmm. so if you were sitting right here i would hold my camera upside down and and then when i reverse the photo or whatever on my phone it has this like whole other angle i know is, what you're talking about is that a thing yeah so i'm thinking of two things that i've seen on tiktok okay and this is with your phone right yes so iphone uh, within a couple of years, released like the 0.5. That's a wide angle feature. Yeah, I don't think is... I upgraded to that iPhone yet. <laughs> You're good. It's, it's really fun to play around with because it can just capture like a much wider frame of view than the standard. Um, so I think the holding the phone upside down, really the point is to just get the camera itself closest to the ground possible. And then the wideness will show like all the way up to the sky. Um, and then there's a... Other one I'm thinking of that I've seen on TikTok is if you put your phone in like panorama mode and so a panorama image you would think of like from right to left, like laterally, if you have it go start at the bottom and like work your way to yes, the top. Yes, I've seen that too. Yeah, that can get like a really tall um, like vertical image out of that. I don't have steady enough hands. I would, I I would look like a zigzag. I'd look like Gumby or something. <laughs> I'm not a good panorama person. My face is always like yeah. in half. <laughs> um, okay, I have um, just one more question for you and then I want to start closing it out. But um, someone had actually asked online um, a question for you. It was, how should someone best prep for a session mm -hmm. if they were to be photo uh, photographed. So I know we talked about like the concept and the strategy for each thing, but um, maybe it's their first time and they're a little bit shy. Um, is it about communication on like needing direction? Is it what to bring for themselves? What should someone sort of expect and know before walking into a shoot? That's a great question. I just shot someone last night, it was a, uh, uh, dog owner and her dog and she wanted to remember their time together. It was so sweet. And we were joking. She was like, the last time I had my photo taken, I think I was in the sixth grade. I'm not really sure what I'm doing. Um, but it was great. She did, she did awesome. So I think just try to be really comfortable in what you're wearing, feel good, you know, look good, feel good. Try to be as prepared as possible with like how you want your appearance to be. Mm -hmm. Um, cause if you've, look at your mirror and you're like, oh, I look like crap. Like you're not going to feel good. And you know, that translates in images, whether you kind of realize it or not, no matter what pose you're doing. Um, look at Instagram magazines, save cool poses and bring them. Like there's, there, that's mm -hmm. not cheating, you know, be like, I want to look like this. Can you help me? And like me and my eyes will place your finger to the left. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, seriously, that's what to, to try to get people the image. need though. Cause it, you feel awkward, you feel uncomfortable, yeah. you kind of feel silly. So I think that there is something 
it makes it so much easier if you as the photographer were to say, mm-hmm. hey, do this, mm-hmm. rather than just them going and making that pose themselves and they might feel a little yeah. self-conscious. Yeah, I think a couple other tips are if you, like I like shooting people people are more comfortable when they're walking and moving around because it's like feels more natural mm. to them. So don't feel like you have to be like super stiff, stiff the whole time. Yeah. Um, like that'll look more natural on camera. And then, you know, if you drink alcohol, like nothing wrong with a couple shots of tequila right before, <laughs> like, loosen it up. I love that. Prefer. Um, but that's a really good reminder too. I think that um, I've talked about this in the past, but I used to have um a blog back in the day and I remember I I did it with a a girlfriend of mine we worked together and whenever we would do our photo shoots she always wanted to wear like the most like gussied up like craziest outfits something really that would just pop and Mm -hmm. I would always come back and hate every photo shoot that we would do because I'm like, I would never wear these clothes. You're wanting me to look like super runway or extra right now. And it's not anything that I would legitimately wear. So it doesn't feel like me. And I don't resonate with whoever the heck that person is when I see the photo back. So it depends, I guess. But I I feel like maybe it's not the best time to like try out a brand new hairstyle. Like if the shirt, you feel like you're pulling it down and you're uncomfortable when you're leaving you're probably not going to like the way it's sitting on you when you when you go to the shoot and you see the photos back, right? I mean, or is that bad advice? No, that's great advice. I think, I mean, unless I'm shooting a professional model, you know, they're trained to like kind of be- Yeah, she act- doesn't get a choice. <laughs> she Well, they're trained to like be actors in a way and like mm-hmm. dive into the concept mentally, physically and, you know, figure it out from there. But most people I shoot aren't and, you know, they just want to look like themselves, like their, their best selves. So yeah. it's important for them to just, to, to feel as comfortable as possible. Cause if you go into it comfortable and confident, like that's how it will translate yeah. on the images. I love that. Um, well, thank you so much. I, we had so much fun. I learned a lot. Um, and I'm so glad you came on and shared your story before I let you go. Um, two things. Um, is your social media account. So by Rachel Lehman. Yes. And it's L-E-H-M-A-N. Yep. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your what's your personal Instagram? Or do you not want to share that? Oh, sure. Follow me there. Follow? I mean, I mean, obviously you guys are all going to fall in love with her. So <laughs> get as much of her as you can. <laughs> my personal is just R-M for my middle name. And then my last name is Lehman. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And then I always like to close out with this question. So if someone at home was listening today and they um, were thinking about getting into this, um, but maybe weren't sure, what would be your biggest piece of advice to sort of encourage or inspire them to go after? It doesn't have to be photography per se, but just from your experience as being your own boss and, and a business owner, what would be your one piece of advice that they sort of keep in mind to hopefully help push them in the direction? I think photography specific related, I, I've i learned that there's so many different kinds and you don't have to be good at every kind. So you can find your niche and figure out which ones work the best for you. I think if you want it enough and you are willing to teach yourself how it all works, you can make it. 
especially with social media. Like I said, we're so lucky. I think business wise, you know, you have the power to create the life you want and, you know, surround yourself with people that believe in you and, you know, believe in yourself because you can do it. I love that. That was, was the most corny sweet. thing. Nah, it's, it's true. It was so sweet. <laughs> now I feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, thank you again so much. You are like this ray of sunshine. I feel like you have this positive presence around you and I'm very grateful. Um, and for everyone at home, I am grateful for y'all too. So make sure you check out Rachel's page. If you have any photo shoot needs in the future, hit her up and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.